Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome, NCLEX High Yielders. This is Dr. Zeeshan, and I'm the host of NCLEX High Yield Podcast, where we will be giving out daily content for your exam, tips and tricks that the boards love to ask, and overall general information on how to study, what to study, and complex topics broken down for you. Whether you're a first-time test taker or even a repeat test taker, we have helped people across the globe pass their NCLEX exams, so do not give up and get motivated. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and also visit our Instagram at NCLEX High Yield, at NCLEX High Yield, where you can DM us questions so we can answer them on the podcast. Also, check out our website www.nclexhighyield.com and subscribe to receive a link to our weekly free Zoom session. Free Zoom session where I drop all types of content, break down complex topics and make them easy for you to understand every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. See you guys then. Take care. Let's get started with Addison's and Cushing's. Addison's and Cushing's, what are they dealing with? So first and foremost, let's start with the beginning. They're starting with the adrenal gland. Where do the adrenal glands sit? Well, they sit on top of the kidney. And they have two parts to it. They have the center, which is the medulla, or as I used to call it in med school, medulla. So I knew it was a middle. And then you've got the cortex, which is the outer part. The way that I would remember what the cortex would produce is I would do salt, sugar, and sex. So from the outside in, this part produces salt, sugar, and sex. So what does salt, sugar, sex mean? It's just the way I remembered it. Salt was sodium, and sodium is controlled by aldosterone. So aldosterone, sugar, cortisol, right? So the middle part was cortisol. Sex is your androgens. And androgens meaning estrogen, testosterone, so your sex hormones. So this is what normally happens. Normally our adrenals produce aldosterone, cortisol, and androgens. And in the middle are our catecholamines. And what are catecholamines? Epinephrine and norepinephrine. So salt, sugar, sex. Well, now we know what normal is. Let's take a look at something that's abnormal. Let's start with Cushing's. So in Cushing's, We've got excess cortisol. We've got really, really high levels of cortisol. Those of you that, that were in the pharmacology crash course over the weekend heard me talk about corticosteroids and all their effects. And cortisol acts just like that. So cortisol can increase blood pressure. It can increase sugar. 
It can decrease bone density. And I'll go through all of these in a little bit. But what we've got is we've got increased cortisol. Total side note, totally forgot to tell you this. This Sunday is maternity crash course with Nurse Claudia. Three hours of maternity. Super high yield, super high yield. If you have not signed up for it, sign up for it. It is limited. For the people that are in the courses, it's already available for you guys. But if you're not in the courses, that pop-up is going to be a really good pop-up. So cortisol, why does this cortisol increase? Let's say we got a tumor here. Let's say we got a tumor here. So not just stress. Stress increases cortisol, but this is ridiculously high levels of cortisol. We've got a tumor here, a primary tumor in the adrenals that is increasing cortisol. Well, let's go up to another way that we can increase cortisol or develop Cushing's. How about in the pituitary? The pituitary releases what? ACTH, adrenocorticotropin hormone. And that also can stimulate cortisol. So if I've got a tumor here that's increasing ACTH, well, that's going to stimulate the production of cortisol. So I'll get really high cortisol. So you've got one that's a tumor right in the adrenal. Second one is a tumor in the pituitary that's signaling to make more cortisol. And the third one is just exogenous. You're eating it. So people that are on long-term steroid use. So first and foremost, we have to be able to identify this. So what types of signs and symptoms are we going to see? Hypertension. Think about people that are stressed out and their cortisol levels go up they're going to gain weight. How about those moon faces? They literally look like a moon. How about abdominal striae? That buffalo hump. Hyperglycemia. Osteoporosis. Right? These are some of the symptoms that you're going to see or some of the signs that you're going to see. So look for them, look for them. And we've got increased cortisol caused by a tumor in the adrenal or a tumor in the pituitary or exogenous use. So what are we gonna do? Well, first and foremost, we gotta figure out where it's coming from. So we're gonna do labs. And what labs are we gonna check? Our cortisol, and our ACTH. So if cortisol is elevated, ridiculously elevated, and ACTH is low, then where do you think this tumor lies? Or which one of the three do you think this is? Which one of the three could it be? It could be two of the three. It could be the adrenal tumor and an exogenous.
How do we know which one it is? How do we know which one it is? If the labs are the same, and what if it's an adrenal tumor? What if it's exogenous? How are we gonna How are we gonna know? Ask them. <laughs> it's simple. Ask them. Are you taking any medication? Are you taking any steroids? And they'll tell you, yeah, I've been on it since whatever reason, you know, and they've been on it. But if they're not taking steroids, okay, now we got to get some imaging. What's going on, right? Now we don't know. So we have to do some investigation. So this could be the adrenal tumor or exogenous use. Well, if it's a pituitary tumor, we're still going to see that increased cortisol because that's what we're dealing with here. But we're also going to see increased ACTH. So being able to identify it and knowing the difference between the three is very important. Identify the signs and symptoms. How are the boards going to ask Cushing syndrome? Well, more than likely, exactly, Joel, they're going to say select all that apply. And what they're going to want you to know is all the signs and symptoms. If they ask a question on Cushing's, they're going to want you to know all the signs and symptoms. So understand what's going on. Let's talk about the different things that happen with cortisol. And the mnemonic is A big fib. So A is for increase in appetite, hence the weight gain. B is increase in blood pressure because at high concentrations, it will bind to aldosterone. And what do we say aldosterone was? It was your salt. So we can get, as some other people said, hypernatremia. And with salt, what follows salt? Water. If I've got more salt, I've got more water. I've got higher blood pressure. But salt doesn't just increase by itself. It goes in opposite directions as what? Potassium, sodium, potassium pump. So if sodium goes up, guess what will go down? Potassium. I is increased insulin resistance. So if you've got increased insulin resistance, well, we've heard this pathology before. What medical condition do we see this in? Type 2 diabetes is insulin resistance. Type 1, we don't make insulin, right? The G is another way that we get increased blood sugar, which is gluconeogenesis, which is just the new formation of sugar. If you break down the words, new formation of sugar. The fib, everything in fib is decreased. So let me, so you get decreased fibroblasts. Fibroblasts are used for wound healing. They're used in tissue, in skin. So look at the stretch marks or the striae that you get. Look at their skin thin out. Fibroblasts decreased. The eye is decreased immune response or inflammation, 
we use it for inflammation. That's what we use steroids for, right? By decreasing inflammation, we do that by decreasing our immune response. So if we're decreasing our immune system response, what are we susceptible for? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Infection, 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 good. So watch for infection. And then decreased bone formation. And the reason why is they decrease your osteoblasts and your osteoblasts build bone. That's how I used to remember it, the osteoblasts build bone. Bone formation decreases. So you can see all the different things that cortisol affects. And now we've increased it. So everything that's here, whether it's increased or decreased, is now going to be amplified. Amplified. So now your appetite's going to be way higher. Your BP's going to be way higher. Your blood sugar's going to be way higher. Your wound healing is going to be way lower. Your immune system is going to be way lower. And your bone formation is going to be way lower. So now... We've got, this is a situation with Cushing's. So what are we going to do with this patient? Well, if they've got a primary or a secondary tumor, we're going to have to get rid of the tumor. And if we get rid of the tumor, do you think that they're going to produce cortisol? No. So what are we going to have to supplement? What they don't make, steroids. If they're taking it and it's exogenous, well, it's kind of a catch-22. Are all these going to outweigh what we're trying to suppress? Who knows? If they need to be on steroids and their, immune, or their inflammatory process are actually hurting them more than we can control blood pressure, we can control the high blood sugar, we can control supplementation for bones, vitamin D and calcium. We can educate them to not go out into crowded places for the infection, right? We have to look at the cost-benefit analysis here and say, hey, look, is it worth it for them to take cortisol long-term? Well, if the disease process needs it, yeah, we're going to do it, and then we'll just can't control all this. Diet, exercise, give them some blood pressure meds, give them some type 2 diabetes meds. Educate them about infection and supplement them with vitamin D and calcium. So realistically, that's what we got to do. And that's not bad if the person needs to be on exogenous corticosteroids. That's not a lot to control versus what we could be suppressing, right? Cool. All right. So that's Cushing's. Now let's get into Addison. Hey guys, Dr. Zishan here. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys could kindly subscribe, leave us some stars, whatever you think it's worth, and leave us a review. We always want to get better for you guys and want to keep putting out this free content for you guys. 
Hope you guys enjoyed. Have a good one. See you on the next podcast.